You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello and welcome everyone. This is the show where pounds are shed and disease becomes dead. And Today, I want to talk to you about some of the most disturbing food myths that are out there. I want you to be conscious of what you're putting in your body, what you're putting in your family's body. Because the more that you educate yourself on these food myths, the better outcome you're going to have for your overall health, your vitality, and just feeling better and having the energy that you want. But let's dive right into it because I've got the 10 top food myths out there that if you start to apply the truths of these myths, you will be healthier than you've ever been before. So let's get into it. Number one myth Saturated fat causes heart disease. So research against saturated fats actually came from poor studies done with poor sources of fat, meaning these studies of fat were from animal fats that were conventionally raised, meaning they were fed with corn and grains, which will always affect the quality of the meat and will drastically change the composition of the fatty acids, or sorry, the the, the fats in those animals and will actually create inflammation and potentially heart disease, but not in grass-fed meats. So that's a big one. And then you look at the unproven lipid hypothesis that came out back in the 1950s, where it drew people to eating more carbs and staying away from good fats. Well, this led toward or to more heart disease. In fact, heart disease has gone up exponentially since this marketing campaign came out. So we need to put good fats in your body. These are things like good oils, so like coconut oil. I even like olive oils when you're having those in the right um, uh, heat settings as well. So again, those are for like your salad dressings and things like that. Uh, We want to have avocados, coconut, nuts, seeds. These are all essential for transport of essential nutrients like vitamins A, D, E, and K. So you should eat more fats. That's cool, right? You love more fats. Cells are fat. Your brains are fat. Less fat equals less healing. More fat equals more healing. And let's not get out of control here because you got to have good quality fats. It doesn't mean go out and eat a tub of lard, right? That's not what I'm talking about here. And then let's look at myth number two, that fat makes you fat. And eh, lie. Low-fat products are replaced with sugar or other chemicals, but fat, good fat, actually helps burn fat. So it's not the fat that's making you fat, it's the additives in the fat and the composition of maybe what that fat ate, right? So if you're eating an animal that had bad sources of food, it's gonna have bad fats in it, and then we're gonna eat it, and then we're gonna have issues. So remember, good fats help you burn fats by allowing us to speed up our own metabolism. Because when we have those fats, in our bodies that are good, our cells are working good, our metabolism can work well. Myth number three, 
artificial sweeteners are okay and good for you. Wrong. Aspartame equals Splenda, NutraSweet, Sweet and Low, all colored packets, pink, blue, yellow, doesn't matter. They are neurotoxins. They actually help promote disease. And people that are on these sweeteners actually have, that's right, they have an increased appetite. So you actually be more hungry. They help promote disease. In fact, a 2005 study showed, this is a 25-year-long heart study, that drinking diet soda, which has these artificial sweeteners, increased serious weight gain by 65%. We were 41% more likely to become obese versus those that drank regular soda and increases hunger and stimulates cravings for sweet things. So do yourself a favor, get rid of those things. They're neurotoxic, leads to cancer and neurological disorders. Splenda is made from fructose, but has a chemical conversion. So don't get all thinking that Splenda is like natural, but it actually is chlorinated, uses hydrochloride, other acids, causes ulcers and inflammation. But all of these create addictions in your body. So safe alternatives, I like Stevia. Careful about Truvia because it's really just a little bit of Stevia with actual just regular sugar. Xalitol can be a better um, alternative. Not as good as Stevia because it does have some processing, but it's from birch trees. I like honey too, but again, honey just has a higher glycemic load versus that stevia. And then myth number four, your body can't tell the difference between sugar and fructose corn syrup, the high fructose corn syrup. That's wrong. Your body does know the difference. High fructose corn syrup is in processed food that's everywhere. Your body can recognize the difference and it's linked to cancer and metabolic syndromes. Sugar competes against other nutrients. That's why eating a salad before or after ice cream doesn't balance things out, okay? So don't think like, hey, I'm gonna eat extra salad and eat a bunch of ice cream. Sugar robs your body's ability to absorb other nutrients, minerals, etc. So even uh, agave nectar is made up of fructose and it's very highly processed. So I don't really recommend that as a alternative to things like stevia or alternative to sugar even. So myth number five, soy is a health food and eh, wrong. It's advertised as a health food, but thousands of studies link soy to thyroid issues, immune distress, malnutrition, digestive issues, cognitive decline, cancer, heart disease, even fertility. Because most soy in America is GMO soy, and it's also not fermented. So fermented soy is the only soy to show to have health benefits, but that's usually not what you're getting in America. So be really careful about that. The soy milk, the soy lattes, better alternatives. Myth number six. Eggs are bad for you because they have too much cholesterol. Eh, wrong. Yale Research, 2010. Egg consumption didn't have an effect on your cholesterol levels and no risk to heart disease. An egg has six grams of protein and a source of nine amino acids and natural vitamin D. Eat the whole thing. It is great for you. Portion control and everything, but this will help you 
balance out your body. Now, you want to get good sources of eggs. It's like you get good sources of all foods. So you want organic, free-range chickens, not grain-fed. Really important there. You'll see lots of fancy labels, organic this and that, but are they grain-fed or are they actually just free-range? You want the free-range. Myth number seven, whole grains are good for you. Wrong. Not all grains are created equal. Many grains will actually spike your insulin levels. Grains equal sugar, meaning when your body digests grains, they get converted into sugar. So I'm not saying you can never have whole grains, like, oh, I don't know, like a whole wild rice. That's technically a grain. But they also, a lot of grains have gluten in the grains, which are very inflammatory to many people and can start to create a leaky gut, other immunity issues also, autoimmune diseases, other inflammatory conditions also. So again, be really worried about those things. Myth number eight, milk does the body good. That is also not true. So almost all milk is conventionally pasteurized and raised. So raw milk, organically sourced from a free-range cow, can be very good for you, even fermented, even better. But the milk that you're getting that they're promoting to you as doing the body good has hormones and antibiotics in it. It's pasteurized, which means a lot of the good stuff in it has been killed out, but the body reacts to it like a foreign substance. And so it's not so much that people are allergic to milk or lactose, but really it's they're allergic to what they're reacting to because it's getting recognized as a foreign substance. So you can use some alternatives, almond milk, coconut milk, rice milk, Again, even raw milks can be great, raw goat milk, but just be careful about these things and make sure they don't have added sugar in them as well because these can all be traced back to GI problems, gastrointestinal problems that people have. And then myth number nine, GMOs are safe. No, they're not. They're growing for the sake of staying alive while you can spray them with tons of toxins. So they are megadose with toxins. They have viral properties, which viruses cause cancer, mutations, et cetera. They can actually bind to your own DNA and create funky things that go on with your own DNA and how it, whether it produces health in your body or disease. I mean, GMOs have been around since like 1996, but America's health has made drastic declines since 1996. I don't know. Is that a cause, a correlation, just a coincidence? I think not. And how do you know? Well, if the label starts with an eight, it has GMO, uh, on a produce, but in a products, if it has any kind of process or anything, man, it's, it's hard to tell, but you got to see if it has corn, soy, it's probably GMO if it has any of those products in there at all. And then myth number 10, lunch meat is a healthy food. Not so much. So a lot of meats out there have preservatives, which will create cancer, they're carcinogens. In fact, the World Cancer Research Fund found a direct link to bowel cancer and how much lunch meat somebody eats. So there was a 50% likelihood of colon cancer, 38% with stomach cancer, and 67% with pancreatic cancer. So there's a lot of myths out there. Maybe you're doing good with a lot of them. Maybe it's because you've been listening to us. I don't know, but please, Take these things seriously. Really educate yourself on what you're putting in your body. What you're putting, as I should say, in your body and on your body. But at the end of the day, if it's not coming from the earth, 
And if it's not God made and it's been tampered with by man, it's probably something that you want to stay away from. Now, if you start to apply these principles, and you start to be consistent with these things, not only will you get inflammation down, but you're probably going to start to lose weight. You're probably going to notice your skin, your hair, your nails start to become healthier. You're probably going to notice that you're just in a better mood and have more concentration. These are all things that not only you will love, but the people around you. Because when you have lost your health, you're really not that fun to be around. Because you can't do the fun things you want to do. So if you're sick and tired of being sick and tired, you don't want to end up like your grandparents or your parents, then make some change today. I know you can do it. I have faith in you. So have some faith in your body and give it what it needs. Remember, your body needs no help to do that healing, just no interference. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.